You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. And welcome back to another episode of Quirk of the Day with your quirky host and producer. Autumn Simmons, that's right, I am the creator, the producer, the writer, and the star of the award-winning non-viral sitcom web series, The Quirk Chronicles, yes, and I'm a little neurotic right now because I haven't been to bed in a long while, and for those who know me, I don't know, I like to sleep and I get my sleep on. As much as I get my grub on and listening to music and, you know, I enjoy kicking back, relaxing as well. But um, working with Quirk of the Day and dealing with the quirks and the kinks and all the other links. Yesterday I went to bed for like three hours, I believe sometime after four in the morning. And I went to bed and I woke up again around seven-ish in the morning. And then I haven't been to bed since. And um, so I had some orange juice. I listened to Tunchi. Sorry for the weight apologetic. Bitch, you jealous. That's my uh, morning coffee. That's actually my Won't You Be My Neighbor song. Like, you have, oh, I've always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. So, would you be my? I just put Tunchi on and played that a couple times. And that was like my endorphin coffee esque. My substitute for moringa this morning and i eventually i'm going to get over and do some fresh pineapple smoothies which i'm looking forward to that should be exciting and i've been i've been working for my listeners because we are expanding with quirk of the day very rapidly and i'm very excited about that and I wanted to highlight a few things. We're on Podchaser and Podknife, and we're getting notice on Twitter. We're being shared and retweeted. So you're going to be hearing more about Quirk of the Day in the coming weeks, the coming months. And by the time you do, I want to be able to introduce a very whimsical, hilarious, podcast because this is my first comedy podcast it's not my first podcast my first podcast i began podcasting in january of 2013 let me say it again because this time kind of like my tongue went lazy i began podcasting originally initially in january of 2013 which has been a good minute it's been what that's seven years ago so this is not my first podcast but this is the first comedy podcast so this is different, a different vein, <laughs> a different vein, and we have so much to cover, and I also want to give a shout out to Tunchi, because he actually liked my uh, tweet, and that's a first, so uh, shout out to Tunchi Lil Wayne, thanks for uh, liking, uh, he was happy to be up, I think it was day before yesterday, and it was like late, I think he's nocturnal like I am, and <laughs> it's like, 
I was like responding to something he tweeted, and I was like, Tucci's still up. What's up, King? So I, I saw that he liked, um, he has like millions upon millions of followers. So I appreciate the fact that he took the time to like my uh, tweet. I have some other news to share. This is very interesting. There are a lot of podcasts, as I was sharing with you, that are up and running. So many interesting podcasts for everyone, depending on your taste of genre. And there's so many true crime podcasts, there are comedy podcasts, there are just so many fantasy podcasts, just talk sports, geek stuff, like anything you could imagine. There are even kinky sex podcasts for people who like to keep it kinky and and have, you know, that type of thing. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Some for everyone. And I want to give a shout out to Bacon Eggs and Threes. I believe they're three young ladies who, yeah, they're three friends, and they recently posed a very interesting question on Twitter yesterday, I believe, is as we grow up, our circle of friends gets smaller and smaller. What are some reasons that your old friendships ended? So (laughs) I shared, I'm debuting a memoir narrative that features a chapter or two about friendships. The fact on the matter is that these friendships expired decades ago, but flakes like to stay in touch every decade or so to be nosy and messy, to compare your lifestyle to theirs. And so I also had a plug of the book. I've been plugging our quirky girl since last year. And guess what? I ain't going to stop. <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. Bacon, eggs, and trees responded back and They said, thank you for your response, love. We will read your response on our next episode. How is your memoir coming along? And so they also retweeted my response. And so I think that's great. Thank you so much to Bacon, Eggs, and Trees. And thank you so much to Podknife and Podcaster. And uh, there's another network that I recently plugged into that features African-American podcasts as well. So there's a lot to do behind the scenes that I've been working on to expand and to grow with this podcast. And I'm going to continue to do that. I have a very wonderful episode to bring to you today featuring two sketches. I've decided to title this episode This is episode six, something about six, very interesting. I'm very familiar with the number six. I was born with it attached to my my identity, and I'm not going to say too much, but this episode is Inga Black and Two Kitchen Witches, so you ponder on that, but I want to, before we get into debuting the two new sketches, uh, what else would I like to plug? (laughs) We recently did a contest giveaway for Quirky Girl, my forthcoming fragrance. I have samples available and I'm going to be giving out more samples in due time, just working out some things. I have some testers who have tested three distinctive fragrances for Quirky Girl. At some point, it is very possible that I will have three different fragrances, but I have to start somewhere with Quirky Girl that will all be available in the shop. So hit up the quirkchronicles.com. That is the official website, my official website, and you can 
reach out to me there. You can also hit me up on Twitter, the Quirk Connie One. I'm also on Facebook, Philly Quirky Girl. And gosh, I'm all over the place. I'm on podcasts, or I'm on Steerable, Steerable, the Quirk Chronicles. And uh, we're on Film Freeway, the Quirk Chronicles. We're not on the gram anymore. We were on the gram for a while. And it's very possible that I may resurrect the gram. I may, re- I may pull a Lazarus on the gram. I'm going to pray on it. I'm going to I'm gonna pray on it and I'm gonna meditate and um, woosa on it and see if it's necessary. But I'm not gonna be plugged in everything. There's just so much on social media. It's just so extra, you know, and it's just crazy. And the only assistant I have right now is like my furry friend companion, Sidrus. He is my assistant. He's been driving me batshit crazy in the middle of the night because he's very nocturnal and he likes to kind of like come in and out at will he gets excited about being where we are where we reside in latin america it was a very beautiful country and so um <laughs> he can't get enough of it but it's like it's like having a newborn when you're trying to regulate your sleep and then he's up and you're trying to sleep he likes to wake me up in a very irritating way where he doesn't like pounce on me or anything like that but he likes to scratch on things or like give the impression that he's scratching on things to get my attention because he knows I don't like that but nonetheless he's happy I'm happy but I gotta work out something he needs some discipline that's for sure he's very spoiled spoily he's been with me for almost five years he is a great companion but darn it man and I was sleep deprived so I was I was a little irritable when he kept going in wanting to go out go in and going out I was like you acting like a crackhead come on now like you're not even on crack what is this about I'm glad he's not stealing my cat doesn't steal so that's and he doesn't lie so and um he doesn't back talk too much so it could be worse it could be worse it could be worse so anyway lots of uh I'm not even gonna I had a thought but I'm going to let that thought just kind of like disintegrate <laughs> let it disintegrate and uh what else did i want to share oh i do have a really interesting newsletter for those who are curious about the quirk newsletter for quirk of the day hit me up at the quirk chronicles at gmail.com if you would like to receive that newsletter or you can visit once again the official website the and reach out and send your email to me that way and I can uh, shoot over a newsletter. I'm not going to be doing newsletters like every week or every month, but kind of like periodically, like maybe every quarterly. No, a little a little more than quarterly, like maybe every 3 months or so, I'll do a newsletter to kind of keep everyone abreast with what's going on with uh Quirk of the Day and the Quirk Chronicles as well. And as always, you can always hit up the Quirk Chronicles the web Web series on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. I failed to mention that, but like and share. But before you like and share any of the videos, make sure you subscribe and hit that notification bell. If you don't hit the notification bell, you're not going to be notified of uh, recent uploads. And so you want to keep all that in rotation. Hit that notification bell. Like, share and don't forget to subscribe hit that notification bell and uh what else is gonna say yeah i also do reaction videos so when i get back into the swing of things i have a lot going on behind the scenes i'm also working on (laughs) i quirky girl my memoir essay and it's coming along pretty well it's coming along nice but it's a lot of work because i'm in the editing phase and that's really in the editing phase is when you really really begin to truly write because you know it's time to pull it 
pull it together. You got to bring it together. Structure, developmental, like pull it together. And it's work. It's a lot of work. And so uh, nonetheless, we're progressing. We are making strides. And I think people are going to be excited about this book. And when it's out, I have people in my circle, friends, family that are like eager. Like, where are you going to drop this book? Where are you going to drop this book? And I have another um book I'm working on is well I have several manuscripts that are in the fire right now that is amazing I, I have so many things that I'm doing there's always something to do creatively I'm like limitless and endless when it comes to like <laughs> ideas I really feel blessed that I have that and so I just want to like express my gratitude for being able to be blessed with ideas and always have an outlet and it's great for me to be able to have this outlet because it keeps me grounded what's left of my sanity because I'm, I'm quirky. So this is wonderful for me. And what else would I like to share with you guys? Also, we are on Anchor and we're on Apple Podcasts as well. If you are checking out Quirk of the Day, do not be shy. Leave a review. You can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts or you can leave reviews through Podchaser, Podknife. There are so many different ways that you can leave reviews. We're pretty much on most of the distribution like outlets. I'm not going to say all of them, but many of them, including Spotify, the main ones. And uh, if you go to anchor.fm backslash quirk of the day you're going to find all of the specific ways on how you can hear quirk of the day how you can get access and download so if you're on your smart devices whatever type of smart device you have and you get a new episode every week so I've been doing I've been committed to that by having something uploaded every week the day is supposed to be Tuesday Um, we had a minor well it wasn't a minor we had a technical issue that delayed this episode but nonetheless this episode will be up and out very soon within the 8th today of uh, July and I'm excited to bring present the two new sketches (laughs) they're very hilarious (laughs) I enjoy writing the sketches behind the scenes and it's just so much that goes into uh, producing a podcast that it's it's a lot of work, but it's it's like fun work. And, you know, you have your pre-production stage and your production stage, and then you have your post-production stage, which mostly centers on promoting and marketing the podcast. So it is a lot that goes into producing a podcast. But as I mentioned, there's so many people, even Tunchi has a podcast. And, of course, Nicki Minaj began her podcast a little less than two years ago with uh, Queen Radio. And so you have so many artists who are podcasting or doing radio broadcasting I think it's fabulous that everyone has a voice now like so we don't have an excuse to not extend our voices and to utilize media however we choose to express ourselves if we're going to vent or we're going to inform or we're going to entertain there's so many ways that we can utilize our platforms I think it's great though that there's so many different podcasts and it's very advantageous to network and to connect with as many as possible in fact I've met a gentleman last week I posted 
Prince, uh, Prince was on just some old Prince stuff. I was missing Prince and I was just thinking about him reminiscing. And so I start posting some things and a gentleman from the podcast, his name is Russ from infectious groove podcast hit me up and he was like, Oh, you do you know about this and blah, blah, blah. And one thing led to another and we were chatting back and forth and we decided that we should link up and do an episode in tribute to Prince. So we're going to be recording that tomorrow and that's exciting. And also I have something else I wanted to share. I was going to present another episode that featured friends of mine who are in the restaurant, restauranteer industry they own a restaurant in philadelphia so if you are in philadelphia or close to philadelphia and you want to visit philly or you just happen to be in philly check out sasson's restaurant and cafe off of 10th and spring garden they're still there and they've been there since 2004 my friends robert and judy i've known them since i was a spring chicken i say for many years before i had my little guy who's like 15 now so i've known them for like over 15 years and they've had this wonderful authentic traditional venezuelan restaurant for 16 years in philadelphia they have all the bells and whistles of positive reviews you can check them out on yelp and you know local media including abc and all like the locals like they they know all about sassones like sassones is popping and the food is always delectable i love the reps I love the chicken soup and I love other dishes that I love when I go to Sassons to see my friends. And so, <laughs> and Robert's a chocolate man. So they got the chocolate on fleek. If you've got like that sweet tooth and you're like, gee, I need a fix really bad. And so he'll hook you up with a variety of chocolate drinks and beverages. Yes, like I said, the food is also suitable for meat lovers, vegans, and also those who are gluten intolerant like myself, which is like great. So when I get happy when I can eat an arepa and I like know that it's sin gluten, I am so happy when that happens. That makes me feel good to know that you have People out there in the food industry who understand and take that seriously that everyone can't eat certain things and it matters. It matters. What else do I want to share? <laughs> There's so much I want to share. Oh my God. And it's crazy because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I was going to be like sleepy. I'm going to crash, but maybe I will like in the afternoon I'll like crash. But where I am, we've been in the midst of rainy season. Interesting enough, it didn't rain yesterday, but we had some rain early, early before dawn. And so it's kind of stopped. Beautiful view. You know, it's beautiful environment. You know, we're still dealing with the pandemic. Hopefully we can try to be optimistic and having um, our podcast will allow more of us to connect and to uh, see what's out here as we can. Stuff is real out here. There's a lot of things that have been happening that haven't been so pleasant, so cozy. And, you know, I'm aware, I'm abreast of what's going on in the world. I'm not someone who lives in a vacuum, who isn't aware of unpleasantries that are happening in the world. And so I'm aware of that. And, you know, and I deal with things that are not so positive in my own experience maybe not day to day but I deal with challenges and things and I, I know what it's like to contend with uh, setbacks challenges hardships and uh, overcoming obstacles and and that type of thing I've been there I go through it you know I still deal with challenges and obstacles in many ways but this is my zone of quirk of the day I feel that 
having a sense of humor, something I've, I've had, you know, I was kind of, I think I was born with a sense of humor. I inherited. And so it's not something I want to part with. I'm like, no, you, you can't take my sense of humor away from me. I don't care what's going to happen in life. I'm still going to be able to have some something to be amused or to smile about. And I'm not going to allow anything to break that. And I don't think you should either. And uh, I just want to say there's a time and place for everything, but we should never get to a point in life where we cease to be able to like smile or laugh about something. And it doesn't have to be at the expense of other people. Sometimes it's good to laugh at things when we can. Sometimes we can't laugh at things. Sometimes we do have to go through the motions of being angry, being sad, or being uh, whatever it is, melancholic. And that is a part of being human. Fortunately, we can't always be happy 24-7. We would like to be, but we know that that's not the reality in this experience because we have a lot to learn. And so uh, we can't stay on happy zone, happy hour. It would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice. But nonetheless, thank you so much for listening. And if you are on Anchor, hit up the quirk of the day page and leave a message and if you leave a message and if it's I mean you can say whatever you want to say as long as it's not like offensive to other you know races and ethnic groups and uh sexual orientation persuasion etc etc I know we're in a pc friendly environment nonetheless but if, if it's something kind of funny or kind of cute or someone saying hey 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 ha ha like that that's okay and you know i i might put it in the episode you know i'm always looking for things to plug in the episode it's good to have the listener to part of the experience but before i get out of here i wanted to share that we had i was touching on this and then i got sidetracked we did a giveaway of quirky girl and we have a winner and <laughs> it was kind of weird because um i utilize a song that I was trying to be cute and you know I today if you put up lyrics anybody could take those lyrics and just punch it into or type it into Google or cut and paste it into Google to find out what the song is and so someone within my social circle a former um a former performance coach her name is Marjorie Silver shout out to Marjorie Marjorie <laughs> yes she's it was funny because Marjorie, Marjorie is um, a lady, a very nice lady, and she's she's from a different persuasion. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's just you wouldn't expect her to know about this particular song, and so she swore she knew that song. She swore, she she's a Jewish lady, and she's like I think she's in her sixties, and she's very quirky in her own right, and so she knows about. Usher, Little John, and Ludacris, Lovers and Friends. And so for the contest challenge, it was name that song, Artist, Artist. <laughs> and so we took part of the a snippet from Usher's lines where he's like, Holla at your girl, tell her you're shaking the scene. Pull off beep beep shotgun in the GT with me. And he's like, oh, oh, like that part. And so when you write that out, you have someone like Marjorie. It's like, is it Usher, Lil John, and Ludacris? It's like hilarious. Like, are you freaking serious? So she won. So congratulations to Marjorie for making my day with that. And so I'm looking forward to sending you your 
quirky girl samples. Let's go be funny for a little while. Looking forward to sending you some quirky girl samples and having you give some feedback on which fragrance you like the most. And because uh, I'm the host with the most right now, but I'm not Molly with the most. What's up, Molly with the most? Is another fellow podcaster who's really fly doing her thing as well. And there's so many others. Like I've been connecting with. There's um another lady named autumn i'm not the only autumn and she's from the atl and she's cool too and i may possibly be on her show later this year and i'm also going to be on a another podcast called um it's something that had to do with the but the yes the yes but the why or something i should know but please forgive me i've been a bit in, in like over 24 hours yes but why the yes but why podcast with Amy and I'm looking forward to chatting with her later this month and you'll likely hear that episode for her podcast which she's stationed in Texas probably sometime next month and so and those who are curious you know I have been on LaRonda Giddings peeling back the layers of your life I had a good time uh chatting with her this past April and that podcast is up so if you were to hit up the peeling back the layers of your life dot com or put in LaRonda Giddens, LaRonda C. Giddens. She's also on Facebook. She's on Twitter and just look up her podcast in general. She has a really great podcast. She interviews a lot of interesting people, movers and shakers who are changing the future by living their best life, their fullest life in the present. And so that's wonderful. That's awesome. So I've been talking a while. So I think we're ready. We're ready to segue into the sketches. And I gave you all the handles. I think I gave you all the handles I did. And um, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Quirk of the Day. I hope I'm talking properly into the mic. I got my pop filter, but I still don't feel like I'm on my P's and my Q's. Like, I don't know what's happening with that. But nonetheless, you're listening to Quirk of the Day, episode six, Inga Black and Two Kitchen Witches. Stay tuned. More to come. Enjoy. Bye-bye. that it must be kept a secret. Do you swear to keep it that way? Of course, Aunt Sophie, but what is the main secret ingredient? If I told you such a thing, it would not be a secret now, would it? Desiree, turn your precious head away or close your eyes for a moment or two. 
Okay, I'll turn away and close my eyes. Excellent. And no peeking, darling. And Sophie, you really should make red velvet cake more often. If I made this recipe more often, it would not be so special. Our waistlines and backsides would increase rather rapidly. Perhaps we would feel happier, plump. But too much sugar is not good for anyone, even a kitchen witch like myself. I love being a witch, especially a kitchen witch. The gift of magic, with just a thought and a touch of the hat. Yes, darling, you are a very gifted witch in the family, and there are a few others within our clan who are just as grand and powerful. Desiree, does your partner Alex know that you're a witch? Of course Alex doesn't know that I'm a witch. Well, try to keep it that way. What he doesn't know won't hurt him. A man does not need to know everything about the woman he's married to. But do not cease from your witchy ways, especially in and out of the kitchen, especially in the bedroom. Never cease from bed knobs throbbing and plenty of twerking. Aunt Sophie, what do you know about twerking? Practically everything I need to know. I take plenty of Pilates and yoga classes to keep me fit and limber so I can back my thing all the way up. Now, let me see you wiggle, 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 wiggle your nose, Desiree. That's it, darling. Well now, dear, what's the matter? You see, I can't wiggle my nose at all. Well, darling, have you at least tried? Of course I've tried, on numerous occasions, when I'm happy, angry, nervous, or hungry. And Sophie, I practice night and day in all the mirrors in the house, especially in the kitchen, while I'm preparing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Dear... Perhaps you're trying too hard. A little simplicity goes a long way, especially with regard to intentions. Be more laid back and indirect with your approach. Now, try to wiggle your nose in front of me. I'll give it a shot. You're nearly there, dear, but loosen up a bit, but more jazzy and less square. Square? And Sophie, you think I'm a bit square? Perhaps a little square, but not too obtuse. Now, darling, watch this part in particular. It's very vital, or the red velvet simply won't puff up and out properly. We're preparing a glutinous cake. I'm sure it will be fine. Just listen. You must butter the inside of the mold of the cake pan. Please, pass me the bowl of butter and that medium-sized brush. Now, look, darling. Upward strokes like this all around. It's almost like making a souffle. This is much better than making a goddamn souffle. They're more intricate and complicated, and though I've made them in the past, 
They are not my favorite dessert, and they make my vagina dry. I prefer baking cakes and pies, and then I retain more moisture. And Lawrence and I are a lot happier. On occasion, I make rum cupcakes, and from there on, and all throughout the night, it's slip and slide up until three in the morning. Now, darling, taste the batter. Come and lick the spoon. And Sophie, that's delicious. But I believe this is more than cake batter, vanilla, milk, eggs, and sugar. You've added something a little more than your secret ingredient. I sure did. I even put my lucky foot in it. Oh, I met that figuratively. <laughs> I added some brandy to it. Now, let's put these pans into the oven. I'm itching for an apple martini right now. Aunt Sophie, is the brandy the secret ingredient? No, darling, don't ask. Because I don't intend to tell. Not even Chef Gordon Ramsay himself could ever divulge this secret ingredient out of me. I may show him my clitorial push. Aga, aga. But I won't disclose my secret ingredient ever. Even if he showed up dressed in a kilt playing a bagpipe proficiently. Aunt Sophie ain't talking. I heard he was Scottish, at least by birth. I thought Chef Ramsay was British. But he looks German. Well, Dunkerschung, Guten Morgen, and Achtung, Achtung. They say he used to play soccer quite well before getting injured. You think he ever learned to play Quidditch? By the looks of him, six foot two, 215 pounds, and his shoe size is 15, I bet. You bet what, Aunt Sophie? I bet his lovely wife is a lucky dame. But on second thought, if I were the sorting hat at Hogwarts, Chef Ramsay would easily be placed into the house of Gryffindor. But what about me, Aunt Sophie? What house would I be placed in? Knowing your wit, brains and potential, Better make it Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff? Really? Don't be offended. We all cannot be in the house of Gryffindor or Slytherin. Of course you're in good company, because Hufflepuff is exactly where the sorting hat placed your Aunt Sophie. You see, we do much better with potions, charms, and hexes. Now... I've got about half a pint of Polyjuice Potion in the fridge. Retrieve it for me, dear. I'm going out later tonight to the local pub to be with my Jewish lover, Lawrence. I wish to show up looking like Lady Gaga for the evening. You think Lawrence is cheating? No, darling. Lawrence is faithful. It's all a part of our kinky act of incognito. We love to role play and to spice things up a bit. Now, if I see someone who looks like Cary Grant or even Billy D. Williams tonight, I'm in for a real treat. 
You keep an eye on those cake pans for a while, and later on, we'll frost them and place them into the fridge. Sounds good, Aunt Sophie. May I have some brandy? Darling, this brandy is not for the faint at heart. I brew it myself, and it's very potent. It's the same brandy in the cake batter. Darling, most of it will bake down. There's nothing to worry about. The brandy will give the red velvet cakes a little kick, if not a flat-out punch. How about a glass of Marlowe? That's more your speed, if not a sparkling Chardonnay. <coughs> Darling, you just did it. How remarkable! And you didn't even know it. You wiggled your nose like a pro kitchen witch. Now let's see how far that will take you whenever you cast your next spell. It's like punctuation, like adding an exclamation mark or hitting the bullseye. I can't believe I actually did it this time. And the wine hasn't even had time to settle in to give me a buzz. Now, try it again. Come on, give it another go, darling. And Sophie, where am I? Where did I go? You disappeared from the kitchen, and now you're clearly uncharted. and I keep falling for it. And that little red-haired girl, she still won't even talk to me. I'm still afraid to talk to her. Of all the Charlie Browns, I'm still the Charlie Browniest. I'm doomed. Why, oh why, am I such a blockhead and the browniest? I'm not even black. Even Franklin has it better than me. My own little sister, forsaking me for my friend Linus, still walks around with his security blanket, and he still believes in the great pumpkin, which is more like the great nothing. Chuck, why do you fall for it each and every time Lucy makes a false promise? That little red-headed girl, 
actually found a little red-headed boy and married him, and they had five more little red-headed crumb snatchers. And you're right. Franklin does have it better than you, and perhaps even better than me, because I was never imagined. Hey, who said that? I did. I can't see you. I see you, Charlie Brown, and quite clearly. Where are you? In your mind. Look closely. A little more to the right. Oh, now I can see you. Why are you hiding in there? I'm not hiding. Why don't you come out and play? Chuck, I'm afraid I can't do that. Why? Because your creator, Charles Schultz, never imagined me. Well, don't feel too bad. He imagined me to be a loser forever. Look at my life. It's not so great. So if he didn't imagine you, how did you get inside my mind? You imagined me, Chuck. The hell I did. Your mind is very powerful. Perhaps you're not the little blockhead everyone thinks you are after all. Perhaps you're right. Say, what's your name? Inga Black, capital I-N-G-A, capital B-L-A-C-K. I'm really your favorite girl. Then how can we be together if you're inside my head and I'm stuck inside this cartoon? Maybe you should just end it all, Chuck. Do the unthinkable, Chuck. Inga, what's that supposed to mean? Pull the plug on everything, Chuck. Tell all the networks and your creator to kiss your blockhead little ass and quit the show. Then you take this magic eraser and eradicate yourself from the entire Peanut series forever. It would be as if you never existed. Hey! I might be the browniest in the blockhead, but at least I'm famous and an icon actually exists in the cartoon world. I was imagined. I'm not giving that up for Lucy, a football that I'll never kick, or even that little red-headed girl. I know who I am. You stay back, Inga Black, and you stay away from Franklin, too. Good for you, Chuck. Congratulations. You finally grew some balls and an ounce of self-worth after 35 plus years. Now, I'm going to use this little magic eraser and eradicate me from your blockhead imagination. I ought to slug you. I'm doomed. Hello? What's that, Mom? Why don't I invite my black friend to dinner? You're making stovetop? That sounds like a good idea, but she's stuck inside my head. Schultz never imagined her. Okay, maybe next time. Okay, Mom. I'll be home soon. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. 
I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.